Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. And thanks for joining us for Grassroots Marketing here on CannabisRio.com. We just get right to it. And right now, I am joined by a business agent for Seed Local 420, CED, a union that advocates for legal cannabis workers in the state of New Jersey. CED stands for Cannabis Engineers, Extractors, and Distributors. With me right now is the business agent, Connor Shaw. Thanks for joining me here, Connor. Thank you, brother. How are you doing? They're really good. So more context. Uh, Seed is affiliated with the National Union, which is the International Union of Journeymen and Allied Trades, advocating for more than 140,000 workers in different industries across the nation. Now, we brought you on because it was recently uh, announcement that cannabis workers at Ascend Montclair Dispensary ratified their first ever union contract. And the bud tenders at this dispensary now win a significant wage increase and benefits. So, real quickly, I mean, I've seen where there are still various companies, obviously unions are still very much prominent, and, you know, it's, it's not new for them to join into, for unionization to be brought into new industries, especially the cannabis industry. We've been seeing it quite a bit, and there's been the issues where cultivators or bud tenders in this case, they, they want to go ahead and have proper wages. They want to have proper representation. So, talk to me about this contract here and this first step as to where things will go in New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, you know, a lot of, uh, industries, uh, you know, there, there's unions across a lot of industries. And I think it's important, particularly important in a new industry that you have a unionized workforce. You know, obviously the thing that most people associate with unions and they're great for advocating for are wages and benefits, but it goes, you know, a lot more, uh, it's a lot more than that. It's literally bringing democracy to your workplace. You have a say in your contract. You have a grievance procedure, which allows you to, uh, if the company's not honoring the contract or right, you have a, a legal say in those conditions to try to get corrected. That has an arbitration clause at the end that brings an outside neutral party in to judge if that is uh, valid, if it gets to that point. So, you know, obviously negotiating for wages and benefits is why a lot of people sign up for a union. And, you know, I know pocketbook issues, especially now in these times of inflation and gas prices are, you know, that's a big thing that's driving folks towards unionization. Uh, but it's more than just that. It's it's especially for a new industry where, you know, a lot of the 
as they say, they're building the plane as they're flying it. It's good to have the the input of, you know, the, the folks who are working in these stores. Uh, and it's important to see, you know, we all know this industry is going to grow very quick, uh, quickly. That's why you're seeing so many of these uh, big wigs get involved on the on the company side. And there has to be a protection to make sure that these these jobs can really become careers for the people who are who are working in the industry and entering into the industry. Talk to me about the representation here now. It really, how many uh, butt tenders are we talking about? How many people are, are part of this union in this organization here? How many people are we talking about just in this particular case? Well, every store in a union is treated independently, right? So you you negotiate a contract, you work in that. So the contract that we negotiated is roughly 20 people for the medical side at Ascend, but it's going to expand. Uh, you know, the company's knowledge is going to expand pretty rapidly if they're, uh, you know, given a recreational license, uh, you know, the un- that it's all those people, you, you can go and talk to your boss about getting a raise, just you, but it's harder for him to say no when you've got 22 of your coworkers also asking for the raise at the same time. Uh, so it's treated, I mean, every contract is unique for a, each store, right? So that's how the parameters are set up. It's not big. Uh, uh, it's not, you know, the whole local, but, uh, you know, they speak with a voice in each location and that's what the union allows them to do. By adding union into a space like cannabis and for this particular case, it goes to a bigger picture I always think about. There's that push and pull that when we see various organizations like unions representing or speaking on behalf of the cannabis industry to, say, Congress, as we're waiting for them to roll out some federal legalization or federal relief. And then the fact that we want to make sure that when we are looking for people to have a seat at the table, that those people that are helping us to get that seat at the table, whether it's anything from, you know, having that congressional oversight, that, that communication, to diversity, equity, inclusion, all those things. When you add a union to the mix, how do you give those people that want to be represented, you want to make sure the union feels they're giving them a peace of mind? What do you say to them? Yeah, I mean, I will say, especially in the cannabis industry, when we are organizing, one of the biggest things that we're doing is explaining what a labor union is. It's a, you know, it's an industry that skews younger on the bud tenders. A lot of times, this is their first time dealing in a uh, possible unionized environment. A lot of times, it's explaining what a union can be. And I'd say, here's a couple of things I'd say to anybody who's thinking about joining a union, or if their workplace should join a union. Uh, First, this is not just for cannabis, for any industry. You immediately go from being an at-will to a just-cause employee. A lot of legal terms are pretty confusing, but those are pretty straightforward. It literally means at-will means you work at the will of your employer. Just-cause means that you have a just-cause standard. Uh, so I think that alone is worth you know, being part of a labor union because you know if you're an at-will employee, you're literally at the will of your employer. Um, and so that's one thing. And then the other thing is uh, you know, speaking with – there is not – unified voices of workers outside of labor you know there's the chamber of commerce there's these big industry groups representing the uh you know representing a lot of the industrial players that are on that side of it the only effective collective voice in any industry that has been proven over time uh to get political voice of the people who are working the rank and file are labor unions and that's why we speak on behalf of you know we a union is the people who work under the contract right so that is what the, that's who we advocate for. Uh, so that is, you know, when politically there are issues that, uh, that come up and that's our union advocated for both, you know, uh, legalizing medical and recreational 
uh, marijuana because that was representing what our workers wanted. It, we, it, it gives a voice to the people who are actually uh, rank and file working men and women across you know, the state, the country. Uh, and that's where I do think unions can play an important role. Very good. Now, with that said, let's look into what people can look forward to. And now this is something obviously where New Jersey, you feel like there's definitely more of a direction where they're much more open as a state having now adult use and medical cannabis. They're much more susceptible to having unions communicate and to work together. The contract you're putting in place around us for three years, uh, wage and benefits enhancements. Um, and honestly, we're seeing more of this track. I actually pulled together a story from Vice last year about the cannabis industry unionizing. And they're seeing more organizing after the pandemic, which brought high profits for corporations and layoffs and slash benefits for employees. So as we're now coming back, you know, we, we saw that cannabis was essential throughout the pandemic. So there wasn't as much of a disruption as other businesses, but yet the workers suffered. And now unionization is becoming more prominent. What do you say about that in terms of where we are now economically and where cannabis is right now on the way back? Uh, definitely economically is one, you know, one portion of it, which is why folks are unionizing. You see, I mean, I think anybody has experienced these higher prices the last couple months for a beverage of reasons. So that might be one reason why people choose to work out, uh, reach out to a union. But I think maybe a bigger reason related to the pandemic is again, going back to the overall say in your work environment, a lot of people had crazy shift changes during, uh, during COVID or they all of a sudden had childcare issues because schools were closed, or they had these, these other issues that might not directly be pay issues, but were related to their day-to-day -day functioning at work. And that's where we saw a lot of folks, uh, frankly, in a, across industries, not just cannabis, especially single mothers who lives were really thrown into chaos where schools were closed. We saw a lot of those people reaching out for union uh, unionization efforts in 2021 and 22. And frankly, you know, I don't love that it took a pandemic to cause a surge in uh, worker action, but it is heartening to see that workers are more standing up and advocating for their rights. And, you know, that is it's important that, uh, you know, you see an increase in unionization. That means you see an increase of wages. There's a pretty famous graph, if people want to look it up, that follows the uh, the economic um, the uh, separation between the top one percent and the rest of people's earnings and then the uh, unionization levels. And there was there was a pretty steep downturn since the, light, the 1980s of unionization rates and then a giant uptick in the amount of uh, profits that the 1% took compared to everyone else. Uh, so it is heartening to see a lot. It's again, you don't want to see a 100-year pa pandemic be what what makes this action happen, exactly. but it is heartening to see it uh, happening across across yeah. industries, not just cannabis. It's been, it was going to happen anyway, because right now, even even before all this, we already know that there are 12 in the last year Cannabis businesses in California, Colorado, Florida, and New York before this here in New Jersey have had unionization. More have unionized in the last 12 months. And with that said, one area is California. We know that right now California is asking for more tax revenue. Gavin Newsom is insistent upon it. And he's only basically just going to crush and really suffocate the craft cannabis workers and companies out there. This, that, that will do smaller batches of cannabis as opposed to the big MSOs. So in the same thing right there, there's a talk about how the United, what is it, UFCW, the 
United Food and Commercial Workers Union, they have 10,000 cannabis workers now under their fold. And they're working right now, after medical marijuana was legalized in California, to work on this. When you see that, and then you're still seeing where these unions are coming in. And they've been around and established. But yet, what happens when you see that the level of representation and the effect it has towards congressional or government officials is not working? What do you do about that? So there's, I guess, it, there's a big picture and more local, like big picture nationally, there is a filibuster. You know, personally, I would get rid of the filibuster. I don't. You know, that's, again, affecting much more than cannabis. It, you know, the House, the Safe um, Banking Act, I think you referenced before, that was passed through the House. You know, you've got over 50 votes for it in the Senate or probably 50 votes for it, but it's never going to get to that 60 vote threshold. Uh, you know, that is if I knew how to get around the filibuster in the Senate, I, I think there's a lot of stuff that would get passed. I don't necessarily know what the answer is on a national level, but you have seen a lot of these where people and unions and stuff are able to have a bigger effect. And you're seeing this is at the local level. I'm not familiar necessarily with the, uh, the California case you were referencing before, but California has a lot of very strong labor unions. Uh, UFCW, one of them, I'm sure a concerted pressure will make politicians pay attention. And we've seen, you know, through that you're able to have that kind of influence on a local level in new New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, it's easier to see that kind of impact, which a lot of unions have working relationships with politicians, m myself included. Uh, you're able to see that kind of impact directly at the local level. Jorge, on a national level, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I, I wish right. I had the answer. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's the, as you referenced, the, the, the Safe Banking Act was passed through the House, uh, but it just, you know, like a lot of other things, it goes to die in the Senate. And I uh, absolutely we just had a, I just had a guest on the Green Peak that was recording for us before talking about, you know, hey, anything that goes to the House of Representatives, don't pay attention to it because it's going to get shut down in the Senate. He's absolutely right. Was very bold about that. We're going to have an upcoming episode actually slated for April 26th for listeners on the Green Peak. Make sure to listen mm -hmm. with Richard's wiki. Uh, so a final question with you, Connor. Uh, when you look at where we are now. And what do you see as the future of, you know, I mean, obviously New Jersey, you know, there's a great track record. Again, AFL, you know, Hoffa, all these things we already heard about unionization going back to the late 1800s. It's always going to be around. You know, we are also seeing where all these new industries are going to be brought in. But where do you see, you know, based on what you see in New Jersey, the reception of unionization and cannabis, you know, do you think eventually that, once legalization comes in, that every state's going to basically just fall on the fall on the line, and unions are going to be brought into every state. So, uh, I guess the two, the two questions: Do I think eventually marijuana will be legal in every state? Yes, I think it's probably longer than people will think. I think they're probably going to say that it is able for states to make it legal, but I do think you're probably going to see a long time before states like Utah. Uh, which comes to my mind, legalize it there. But I do well, think nationally... Is, I wanted to know if you feel like before the rollout happens, a federal legalization, federal oversight, do you feel like unions are going to make their way in, union representation is going to be made, and cannabis workers are going to have that opportunity to join a union before that legalization happens? So they'll have an opportunity. Everybody in the United States has an opportunity. I will say there are different laws based on states. There's a thing called right to work 
which is what they pass. It's the majority of states. I don't know the exact number of states, but the majority of states have what's called the right to work law, which allows people to get the benefits from a union without paying union dues, which the, the whole idea is eventually you'll get enough people to not pay union dues that the union will collapse in on itself. Yeah, I believe what, Florida uh, and Nevada, and they, I think, are definitely right to work states, if I'm correct. I can be wrong. They're definitely, the, the, those two definitely are. The majority of states in the United States are right to work states. Uh, for, you know, Virginia, a lot of these were passed actually because of civil rights. They, they passed right to work states as a way to not, uh, when, people of color were trying to unionize in the 60s and 70s yes. they actually passed them to undermine um but so uh i'm i'm hopeful i'm i'm a big believer that the future is labor uh you know we've seen some encouraging maybe not getting it past the finish line but encouraging organizing drives in south carolina uh in other states and in other industries uh but i do there's a, something called the pro act which again is one of those things that's going to pass through the house and then never get through the senate right. but that would get rid of that would get rid of right to work laws. Uh, I'm a big, big supporter of that. The IUJ, DNC are both big supporters. We've lobbied on behalf of the PRO Act before, uh, but because of the federal issues of 60 votes that we discussed before, under the rules as constructed now, it doesn't have a real path to getting there. You know, if you were to see an elimination of the filibuster, then you could realistically see those kind of things happen. I don't, uh, but <laughs> I don't know that's ever going to happen, but it's... It can always be, in the words in the cannabis industry, in many cases, when it comes to Congress, we're cautiously optimistic. It's said many times on the, on, on the network, I must tell you. Guests but, but and hosts Jorge, alike. Jorge, I'd say 10 years ago, did you think the cannabis industry would be as established as it is now, even if it's not everywhere? I think if we if we look on a long enough timeline, I do think we might get to see those kind of things. It's just, uh, as you meant, it's not going to happen tomorrow or under this Congress. But I'm hopeful in a long enough timeline, you know, as quickly as this industry is advancing, yeah. that you will see that kind of, those, those kind of movement. So let's go ahead and talk about this. Uh, again, SEED, it stands for Cannabis Engineers, Extractors, and Distributors. The website is CEED420.org. CED420.org. And for those that want to go ahead and contact you, what's the best way to go and do that? Uh, there's a contact us on the seed page. Uh, you can reach out that way and we'll, you know, we'll get back to you, especially if you're working in the cannabis industry and you'd like to join a union. Uh, we, we are in New Jersey, Connecticut, New York, and Pennsylvania currently, but we're look, we can also, you know, expand as well. If you're working in the, uh, in the, uh, cannabis industry and you'd like to have some representation again i you know i think there's so much benefits in any industry but particularly in a new industry to be uh, becoming a union member that i really uh i really think folks should take the opportunity to join and it's all it's all and i've said to everyone that we've been organizing it's all about making these go from a job to a career so that's you know wages that's benefits that's retirement that, that that's a whole scope of things that come with being a part of a labor union Again, represented by the International Union of Journeymen and Allied Trades. So, again, with Seed, Local 420, Connor Shaw, business agent. Thanks for being with us on the Grassroots Sparking. Glad to have you on. Thank you. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.